We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. This is Rams Uncensored with Matt Herrera. Just learn how to roll with the punches, bro. Brian Joano. You're just a bunch of little bitches. Tommy Avance. I look like the staple of Marshmallow Man right now. And Mark Luhan. I tried to get Russ to join us last minute here, but he's ghosting. You have now entered the danger zone. I'll give you a virtual hug, too. The real big topic that I wanted to talk about for today's episode was kind of simple. Last week, you guys were just talking about all the games that, you know, looked exciting. And obviously, a game that's going to be at home is the Saints game, right? Because Sean Payton, and, and I mean, he won his Super Bowl, right? Which was this offseason, and getting pass interference reviewable. So, I kind of want to talk about that in, in general and see your, your guys' takes on this whole, like, what happened in the NFC Championship and the effect that that has now on games with pass interferences being reviewable. Like, I mean, do you think that's something that's going to be just viable for, for the league? It, it just feels like so, 
it feels like that's a ticky tacky so call half that, of the time. My question, my question with that, Matt, is if you go back and you review that play that the Saints are still whining and crying about, do you go back and look to see if anybody was holding on that play? Because there was. Do you go back and look and see that that ball was tipped, meaning it wasn't pass interference? I mean, what is it only pass interference that's reviewable? Do you have to throw your challenge flag? Is it calling from upstairs? How I, I didn't really read the rule. How's can you explain the rule to me? What is the the key question to the rule change is what is the trigger to the to dictate how it moves forward? So. For instance, let's use that play where uh, Roby Coleman mugged the receiver because let's be honest, he did, okay? And oh, yeah. so what's the trigger? The Saints sideline losing their absolute mind on camera? Is that the trigger for the guy in the booth, the eighth referee, to go, I'm going to take a second look at this, even though there wasn't a flag thrown by the refs on the field? What's the trigger? That's the important question. And I don't think anyone's answered that yet, right? Or we wouldn't be asking that. You know what I'm saying? Well, so here's here's my thing. You know, just with challenges in general, you only get two a game or maybe three if you get them both right. So are you going to now at this point hang on to your challenges? Because, hey, there might be a pass interference that got called or didn't get called. So, I mean – but even that, even coaches are still going to have to figure it out, right? Because even you're going to have every single drive, you know, guys like Odell Beckham, he's going to go back to kitchens every single uh, drop or whatever, or you know, he's like, there was pass interference, that's why I didn't catch that ball or whatever. So, so you know, we're, there's also going to be that to deal with as well that coaches are going to have to manage, right? Right, absolutely. It's complicated. So that's that's <laughs> kind of where that's kind of where I'm interested and intrigued is how's this even going to work, you know, as far as it just feels like it's really just going to slow down the game even more. Honestly. Well, I, I get yes and no because they only have so many challenge flags. If you only have two challenge flags, are you going to take the time to challenge? You're going to do it the same way you always do. You only got a split second to say if you're going to challenge or not. Right. But then again, you got yeah, to remember also within the two minute warning that anything within that can be challenged, right? Well, no, there's no challenge. That's just from upstairs. Right. Right. But I'm a booth review, right? Technically. But I mean, essentially, that's it's not a challenge from a team, but we're going to, that's going to slow down a lot of these games at the end. Like, oh, man, Matt, just, Matt ahead, let me tell you what needs a booth. Let me tell you what needs a booth review. When you were born and they said you were a man, that needs a booth review because I think you're a girl <laughs> wow. who like My Little Pony cupcakes. Can <laughs> oh, we shit. get a review, please? We don't have no tape and of that. I'm sorry. Quiet. There's no. There's quiet. no video evidence. No videotape of the, to go back and review of that. I'm sorry. Okay, so it says right here, Coach. Hey, listen, coaches can now challenge pass interference penalties whether they were already called or not outside of the two-minute warning. While such calls will be reviewed in the last two minutes of each half, 
the goal is to avoid gaffes like the one in the Rams Saints game, which likely cost the Saints a trip to the Super Bowl. I like how they put likely. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't did. even know it, if they would have scored. They, no, it didn't. They could have likely. missed a field goal. They could have. They could no, have but likely is a, the next play. Likely is an accurate verb to put right there, or whatever you want to call that adjective, right? Uh, because. I mean, the, the the momentum was in their favor. With that, I mean, it 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 would have cha- it wouldn't have changed much in the attitude of the Rams, thinking that oh shit, they're gonna score on us no matter what, because it felt like that the moment Joiner messed up and instead of and instead of letting the ball come come to him, he should have put punched it right against Ted Ginn. So, like that play, Man, that's the play that fucked why everything are you stuttering up. Tonight? Why are you stuttering tonight, Matt? Are you nervous? I'm not. He's been drinking. Did you get? A... I don't drink, man. I don't drink a lot. <laughs> you don't drink. Did, did you get a new? Did you get a new four hundred and ninety nine dollar uh, microphone <laughs> so that you sound better? <laughs> oh God! Yeah, guys. Which, which, price which isn't a what, price what, isn't a isn't what, an issue. What model yeah, yeah. of Lo- cock revolver did you get for your mouth? I was Price I was considering issue. commenting on that. Um, well, you know, if price isn't an issue, you should get what they get what they have in the LA studios that I worked with here in Burbank, right, with the Dodgers, which those are like twelve hundred dollar mics. And I saw yeah. Max Holt say like this hundred and fifty dollar or this hundred eighty dollar microphone is industry standard, and I'm like, oh, dude, that is not industry standard. By any means. How old is Max Holt? How, by the way, how old is Max Holt? And if you're listening, Max, fuck you. Um, was it 12 <laughs> years old? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea how old that guy is. And, He's oh, definitely and, uh, a teenager. And, 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 for, and, and, and for our little boy, Jake, fuck you. I know you're listening. You fucking want to jump on our sack. You want to lick it. It's all salty. It makes you feel good. <laughs> oh Just God. go fuck yourself, Jake. <laughs> Tommy, how do you feel about the Tommy, how do you feel about the situation? Is it more like a hey buddy? It's more like, hey buddy, what kind of microphone should I get? Should I get a Behringer, a Sennheiser, or a Sure Beta fifty eight? Oh wait, those are for my karaoke nights. My <laughs> is he gonna lube it up and stick it up his ass? I mean, what is he doing with these things? He's gonna do uh He's gonna do what's it called? The the karaoke and cars, kind of like ripping off Jerry Seinfeld when he does coffee and comedy and cars, buddy. Oh, it's already bad enough watching his fucking Instagram stories. He sits there and sings, fucking yeah. He's already doing it. I want to see him go on American Idol. I wish Simon Cowell was still on that show too, because if he was, I would watch it just to see that guy cream people. He would just <laughs> tear Jake a not, new one. I would not. I would not watch it. I would hope I was blocked from the feed. <laughs> Come on, you know, like all those viral videos of Simon Cowell just reaming everyone is amazing. That's good TV. Dude, that's that's the best entertainment. Part of that American is... Idol. The best part of American Idol 
was literally every season, the first couple of episodes showing all the people that their parents lied to them their whole lives because they don't give a shit about their right. kids and they just want to make them feel good. And like, oh, yeah, you're so great. Oh, you're so great. And then they go in there and sing, and it's absolutely atrocious, and you just choose them a new one. And they're, like, completely blindsided because their parents have been lying to them their whole lives. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Tommy, you're, I to Tommy, you're probably going to... You're probably going to let your son go on American Idol one day, and you're going to tell him how great he is. <laughs> he's tone deaf. He's going to hear it from me. Trust me. I will never let my son live in a delusional world where he thinks he's great just because he's been born. That is not going to happen. He's going to earn his track. Matt thinks he's a songbird of this generation, don't you, Matt? You are, huh? He's like... I'm sailing away. I'm like, I I'm love Jared Goff. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I do <laughs> love that guy, though. Speaking He's of, awesome. Speaking of loving Jared Goff, some Yahoo that I fucking went to fucking high school with years ago wrote a post on Facebook last night saying that he really hopes that the Rams give Blake fucking Chodles a chance to start a quarterback because <laughs> he thinks he's better than Jared Goff. Good luck. Oh, my fucking God. And, and I was just like, look, dude, he's a great backup. But, no, he does not deserve a chance to start on the fucking Rams. Let's be honest. You guys ready for this hot take? Jared Goff. Jared Goff is the next Peyton Manning. There, I said it. I don't like that. I, I don't like no. that. I mean, he's just such no. a likable guy. He's here in L.A., which is easy to market you already. I mean, haven't you seen his Foot Locker commercial? He's a G. The guy knows how to be a dork. He knows he looks like a dork, and he knows how to play that up and just be like, no, yeah. No, 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 he, no, no. He's just like, I'm just a Peyton regular Manning. dude. Peyton Manning looks like a dork. Jared Goff looks like a fucking surfer boy. No, he doesn't. He looks like a surfer boy who got whacked in the face with a surfboard, so he looks a little goofy. He looks like Ryan Gosling, B, B minus, right? Why are you saying that in your Derek voice? (laughs) Your Derek voice. Matt, are you fucking like Matt? Are you lubricating fucking right now with your tears, or what are you doing? What do you mean lubricating? What does that even mean? What do you mean <laughs> lubricating with my tears? Are you are you are you, are, you, are you are you on the toilet sitting on your Jared Goff doll? I mean, what's going on? <laughs> I do not have a Jared Goff doll. I do not even have a Jared Goff jersey. I was watching NFL Total Access the other day, and then I was watching the mock draft show with MJD and all them, and they they had the Rams taking the running back in the first round from Alabama. I, I thought that. that was kind of Oh, yeah, you didn't see when Twitter went up in arms about that? Was it Peter Schrager that had him do that? No. Well, MJD. Peter took a running back, but so did MJD. He took a running back on, on the mock draft show in the evening with Bucky Brooks and all them, and uh, – but yeah, Peter are they going best available or? Um, well, it's not. Let, let's be honest. We look at the Rams starting twenty-two players. Don't worry about backups or special teamers. Starting twenty-two. Who are you going to take at thirty-one? That's going to take one of those twenty-two jobs. 
You know, that's what you got to ask yourself. Are you drafting a starter or are you drafting a backup? Right. You Because you want a guy who's going to get you snaps. A guy who's going to play a good amount of snaps, especially at that spot in 31. I mean, if they can get a good three good three guys in those first three picks they have in the first 100, right? I just think people over overanalyze that whole you know, aspect of the draft. Like, you have to look at it. Where's your team at right now? How are the 22 guys that you, in April, would pencil in as would-be starters? And is anybody that you could pick at 31, could any of them supplant anyone in that role as we speak? I know we have some holes like, you know, who's going to start in Barron's place? Who's going to start in Saffold's place? Who's going to start in John's place? We all know that. You know, but we filled the safety spot. Eric Weddle obviously is going to start, you know. Um, so Matthews will start are too. The guys, are the guys on our roster going to win those jobs, or is somebody we take at 31 going to be one of them out? That's how you got to look at it. Hey, I, right, right. I, 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 just want, I just want them to take the best player available, let's be honest with you. And if, I, it, if it's a running back, whoever it is. If it's an edge guy. Available. You know, you know someone I want to talk about, Brian, and I think you might like this. This is your boy right here, Jakai Polite. Jakai Polite. You know, he's yeah. been like he had a really bad combine, and and I mean, it feels yeah. like he's trying to to get his drafts his draft stock to fall, right? And I mean, it seems like the Rams would love so to pick him up at thirty one. So if he's trying to get his draft stock to fall, that sounds more like a play of them getting him in the third round, not the first. Really? You think it'd be that big of a jump? Because, I mean, weren't people no. saying he was like more of a uh, like a middle first-round talent? Well, maybe from looking at film, but this is a huge draft for defensive players. Right, right. Like, like they're, they're, so I, I heard somebody say that like if every single team – took a defensive player in the first round they'd still be studs after that wow i mean not every guy's so, gonna hit though either too right like some no, of these no, guys I are know, gonna but, that, but they're saying this is one of the best defensive right. drafts ever right 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 20 years so, is what i've been I mean, hearing so all i'm saying is if his stock is actually fallen if he's sitting there at 31 you almost trade back and take him in the second rather than the first you think he would fall that far though? You don't think anyone else would pick him up because of that? If it was it was like a marriage like if, if, if it seems like it's a marriage between him and the Rams. Go ahead. If there's that many studs in this draft, yeah. Okay. You I just, just feel like that's reach. a big big drop. If, right. If everybody else thinks there's that many better players, you don't reach. Even if he's your guy, like the Rams knew Cooper Cup was their guy, but it's still waited until the third round to get him. Well, right. I mean, and his even though like his pedigree said more like third round guy. His pedigree, like you could have drafted him in the first round, and but people would have felt like that's a reach with just his just his his resume, right? And I mean, but, but looking that's at opinion, though, see, that's what's frustrating about the draft. If everything is a revolving around human beings and their opinions, whether they're in the media they're a draft expert or they're you or myself. It's all opinion-based. That kid from Florida is lazy, okay? Oh, let's look at his film. Who cares about how he plays on the field? That's Everybody wants to play well when they're in the game. But when you go into a combine and shit the bed and then your pro day afterwards, you do worse? 
I'm going to question your work ethic, and I don't know about that guy. I don't like lazy players that don't want to put in the work. They just want to show up on game day. And that's why when they and, get and to the look, NFL, they're not so good. And and let's be honest. <laughs> look, he may he's not going to go out there and purposely bomb his workouts to go to the Rams. It's just not going to happen. It's not smart business. No, why would you slide money on fire? As high Nobody's as that stupid. He wants to get drafted yeah. as high as possible to make the most money possible. So everybody that keeps saying, I think he's bombing to go to the Rams are a bunch of dumb fucks, including you, That's Matt, insane. for thinking. Like I saying, wasn't saying. I was just to, saying what I've been I'm going to light money on fire for fun. <laughs> right. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And whoever said that on Twitter is a freaking moron. I don't care if they listen to this podcast. You're an idiot if you think that. You need to get your head checked, dude. Nobody's lighting money on fire. Come on, man. Right. <laughs> some of this dude lately like i've been reading some of the stuff and I, I gotta be honest i'm like man this is just why would people say something like that that's insane there would you do that stupid... would you if you were in his shoes would you light money on fire hell no you're right no well, well now 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 hold on hold on if we were in his shoes we would want to play for the Rams. so it's a little different and <laughs> and let's and let's also be honest even if we had the league minimum, it'd still be a lot more money than we're making right now. <laughs> <laughs> what is the league minimum so, these days? I think Wait. it's like forty-five. It's at least three hundred thousand. It's at least three hundred thousand a year, if not more. I think it's four hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was like, it's it's pretty damn good money. I mean, if you think about it, three hundred I mean, after taxes. Woo! That's not too far from where I'm at, motherfuckers. <laughs> Oh, look at look at Tommy. Fuck you, Tommy. Dang, there we are. <laughs> All right, Tommy. They're getting, they're getting 50% of that right off the top. Mister, I'm going to have a fight. raffle for a pool party. Yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt. Yeah, I don't think you got invited, I'm in the fucking group chat. I don't know how I did. Like you guys weren't yeah, going to get invited. Give me a break. I love how yeah, oh, I, let me I do this one. I love how Brian fucking says, I don't know, J- July's pretty far out there. I don't know if I can commit. Why don't you go in your phone, go in your calendar, swipe all the way to July, and show me that you ain't got shit on that day, motherfucker. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, but you don't you don't you don't know what kind of work shit might pop up. Like I do have to travel. <laughs> give me a hard time. It was funny because, you know, when people, you invite people to do things and you don't give them enough notice, they're like, dude, yeah. what the hell? Man? You don't give me enough notice. I give everyone all this notice. And then you came back with that. It made me laugh so hard. You know? <laughs> well, you got to be kidding me. Sorry, dude. <laughs> it was Come good. On, I love it. Come on now. He's like, I don't know, man. I might have to go slang some beers. On on that day. No, no, Let me know. no, no. Did you did you did you guys like did did you get enough people to commit? You you got your twenty five people. Are you good? Oh, there's a lot more than twenty five people. What are you trying coming. to do? You trying to barbecue? You trying to have a little picnic? Well, like what's going down? Like, are we trying so, to do a, pot, a potluck? Like, everyone bring a little bit no, of this. It's already, it's Matt, already you're gonna have to drink pot- beer, bitch. So the Rams Empire um, president uh, Vincent Delgado is has also a, a, a side business where he does the taco gigs on the weekends, and he does a fantastic job. And he and so when I invited all of them to come, he said, "Well, I don't know if I can make it. I, I might have a taco gig that day." And I said, "If I have to hire you to get you to my party, then that's what I'll do." 
And he started oh. laughing. It wasn't a joke. And so we, we talked it over the other day. So he's going to do um, all the food and everything. Sweet. It's just BYOB because I know everybody likes to drink different drinks. So we'll have agua frescas too. So if people like to drink hard liquor, they can use that to do their little mixers like the girls or whatever. So Are we going to do Mike Pison's nah. t- punch out tournament right then there too? We can. Ooh. We absolutely can. My dad was asking me. And everything. My dad was like, are you, guys, are you going to go to Tommy's pool party? And I'm like, probably not. <laughs> and he's like, Ooh. I'll go if you go. Damn, burn. Damn. Hey, Mark, I like your edit you did with uh, Drew and the Tapatio bottle. That was great. <laughs> yeah, I had to do that shit to him. Uh, Drew loves that shit. That was awesome. Did you see the one I did of Jonah? <laughs> no. What'd you, what'd you do with him? No. I'm sure he loved it. Uh, no, because you know how he was ripping the draft hat, the Rams draft hat? Right. Oh, oh yeah, you put the draft hat on him sideways. Yeah, I put the draft. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Let's talk there about the go. hat. You guys like? You guys don't like the hat? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> I the well the um, one with the, the actual the, the flag white and colors? blue one isn't the white and blue one isn't horrible. The one that looks like it belongs in Jamaica is pretty bad. Nah, that one's dope, <laughs> bro. I like that one. Dude, God, stop talking to your Derek for it. Stop talking to your Derek for it, bro. Hey, buddy. Bro, that was amazing. It was so cool. Was dope, I really bro. like it, man. Okay? Shit. <laughs> what are you doing? I, I just don't understand what the concept was of that hat, the Jamaican-looking hat. Like, what were they going for there? Well, that's the, the, the L- L.A. City flag. flag. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally the L.A. flag, but no one understands that. And no one ever will. Yeah, I don't know. I've lived here my whole life, and I don't know what the hell that's all about. <laughs> yeah, I've never even seen that. I, I don't, actually, I don't know what's worse. Is it the Rams fucking draft hat or the Jets' new hideous jerseys? Those look weird, right? They don't look cool. Is it, it the color like scheme that you don't like, or is it just the numbers? It just looks like they belong in the CFL. Like, it's are they the colors. Ready to relegate themselves from the league? It's the colors for me. Like, the numbers don't trip me out. It's the colors. The green. Yeah, I just, it, it I appears too far off from the original, you know, look. It looks like the that's not the Jets. Right. It looks like, it looks like the Saskatchewan Rough Riders uniform. It really does. Speaking of which... AAF, whatever the fuck you want to call it, already shut the fucking doors. Wow, that fucking. <laughs> I didn't waste my. That was quicker than I expected, honestly. Yeah, I thought I like they couldn't, they couldn't even season. they couldn't even make they couldn't even make it to the fucking finish. Like, come on. Couldn't even finish one season. At least Vince was able to pull that off. I, I just I just like that uh, DraftKings actually paid out futures bets and they uh, crowned Orlando the champions. For real. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, my God. They, they paid out futures bets on everybody except for the two teams that were eliminated from the playoffs. So I think they paid out like 10000 in total. Well, that's not too bad, though. That's not a lot of money. Well, no, it's good on them. It's just good. Good. Did you guys have to watch any of it? I saw a couple yeah, of I highlights, think... and it was just really bad football. 
Yeah, I'm I not. I feel like they need a bigger break. But like coming sure. right after the Super Bowl, like you need a longer break than that. You need at least a month or like six weeks. You need to get the the like football out of the mind of people who like to eat it up, like us, right? Because yeah, it's just like, especially yeah. I mean, no, no, no. Check it out. If if you went straight into another football season and you had players I cared about watching, I would watch it. If Tim Tebow was in the league, would you watch? No. No, Tim Tebow. Look, I liked him in Florida because I'm a Gator fan, but I knew he'd be terrible in the league. Like it was a good feel-good moment when he threw that pass to Demarius Thomas and they beat fucking the Steelers in the first round of playoffs. But like, other than that, no, I no, I don't care. Johnny Manziel is in there. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like it's really bad football players. Who gives a fucking flying fuck? You think the Why XFL can, can really compete? No, it's horrible. It's dog shit. It might stay around more than a season, but it's <laughs> let, fucking let, dog shit. Well, they want to be competitive. Be they want to be able to offer enough money, right? They want to be able to offer like hey, four million dollar contracts. Matt, shut the fuck up. Shut up, Matt. Okay. Matt. Let's be real shut here. Up. The whole purpose of the AAFL was to prevent Twitter drama, and it failed fucking miserably. What do you mean in that sense? Wait, like, like with the social media, like the yeah, with the, the the come on, the sole purpose of it was to prevent Rams Twitter drama, and it failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We, I we, you know, consider... everybody's timelines are so so terrible right now because of the Rams Twitter drama. Going oh my on. god! That's all I see. Yeah. That's all I see on Twitter right now. Oh it's, my god! My uh, timeline is it's just full of all this, man. I wanna I wanna stab my eyes out if I keep. It's your fucking timeline. Follow or unfollow. You know people. what? Fucking scroll past that shit and stop bitching. <laughs> I, I've been I've been too busy to read it. I've been too busy to read it, guys. I don't even give a fuck. Yeah, it's there's look just because we're all fans of the same team doesn't mean all of us are going to get along. If you don't like certain Rams fans and the way they are on Twitter, don't follow them. But nobody cares what you think, to be honest, right? Like when, when I see people like going off about it, I'm like, nobody gives a shit what you think. If you don't like it, move along. If you're not adding anything to the conversation, if you're not trying to be funny, if you're not trying to help anything out, if you're just trying to be stupid and an idiot, fuck off. And and let's and let's be honest, I can get along with any fucking Rams fan on Twitter in person. Doesn't mean I like what the fuck they say on fucking Twitter or their opinions. I'll tell them exactly. to fuck themselves. Matt, we get along. No, we don't. Fuck you, Matt. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? My soul's yeah, Fuck yourself. <laughs> oh no. Tweet of the day came from Tommy today. What did he what say? Which one we got? Hold on, hold on. Let me read it to you. Not sure how it oh, happened, boy. but I lost three pounds. Time to fix that problem real quick. Ding dongs and cheese balls, man. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> I do I do stuff like that to make fun of all the douchebag people that are so hung up on their their physical image that you know they just go hard all day and 
I spent my whole life in the gym and playing sports, and seven or eight years ago, I just got tired of it. And over the last seven or eight years, I've slowly gained 40 pounds. And I don't give a shit what people think. I don't care if I got a belly and man boobs. I don't care if people call me fat. I didn't have a fat kid complex. It doesn't matter to me. But what I do hate is that everybody is so they like they they, they use the fact that oh I I just want to be healthy. No, you don't. You just want to look good in the bathing suit. Shut the fuck up. You know you want to eat a ding dong. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whoever doesn't want to eat a ding dong is just lying to themselves. No, fucking Matt, I certainly lie enough to move on Matt, say you want to eat a pink ding dong. I'm not a <laughs> fucking yeah, monkey, Brian. Are you not opposed to a pink? Are you not opposed to a pink ding dong, Matt? Including yours, Brian. Oh, I figured he likes that creamy center. Hey, you remember the scene in Zombie in Zombieland where you know? Uh, Woody Harrelson spends the whole movie trying to find Twinkies, and they they find that that hostess truck, and they open it, and it's full of the pink snowballs, and he loses his damn mind. Oh my god, that shit was hilarious. That that's what we oh, should get, Matt. Sounds like the a, pink a gift. <laughs> yes, sounds we like need a pink snowball right gift with Matt in it. I need to see that movie again. That's a good movie, Zombie Land. It is. It's pretty funny. Bill Murray was really good in that movie. Oh, God. His yeah, little I... short cameo. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you also had the oh. best nickname of the day, Captain Comic. That was hilarious. Oh, when I called you Captain Comic. <laughs> well, I saw that that picture on Facebook, so I pulled it from there and put it on Twitter and tagged you because I don't know what order the movies go in, so I figured I would ask an expert. That's why I called you that. It goes Iron Man, Iron Man, Iron Man. You pretty much watch them however the fuck you want. <laughs> I like how people chime in and tell me I'm wrong when I literally asked for people to chime in to tell me if it was correct or not, because I wanted to know. Like, no, it's wrong, dude. I'm like, no, they said, but they directed it toward me like I made it. I'm like... Do you do fucking people even read anymore? Like, read the whole fucking tweet before you reply, goddamn moron. People like to just hear people fucking talk shit. <laughs> you can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% .9 of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% .9 of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. 
so you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.